passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks that drives a girl wild. I've got the mood that really moves them. I said chill up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. Welcome to another edition of Clem Cush. Now, what now uh, with me and Seth Kushner? Seth is listening to. Uh, my name is Sumo, and I've ch- choked out a monkey stories. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he had so many uh, monkey stories. I didn't well, know he was had to take care of Tony Stewart's monkey. Well, and- Tony had this monkey, and it was just, it's called like a pappus or a patus or patus kind of fucking monkey, and it was insane, and it was a little fucker, <clears throat> and it would go and pick, it would literally. That's rich people shit to buy a monkey, oh, right? Yeah, 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 rich people shit. And Tony's rich as fuck, but he used to run around like just, you know. Just fucking like, buy monkeys and just, you know, airplanes and, you know, 30, 16, 17, 18 million dollar properties and like he fucking ran hard. He had a lot of money. It still does. God, I mean, th- I think if you do the personal worth on Tony Stewart, he's, hey, Alexa, how much is Tony Stewart worth? Tony Stewart is worth an estimated 90 million U.S. dollars. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Seth, guys with 90 million U.S. dollars can go fuck around with Pappas monkeys. You're damn right. You know, and especially have people like Sumo take care of it for him. Yeah, well, Sumo took Sumo took care of it all right. Oh, Sumo's a hell of a guy, by the way. I mean, just talking like I, I don't, Sumo. I, Sumo should have his own podcast on just the shit that he's gotten into. Well, just listening to Sumo, like I, I Sumo's accent, I could listen to him talk all day. I know, I love it. And it's just, yeah, I mean, well, goddamn, let me tell you something. This fucking monkey, man, it just need to get wrenched up a little bit. So, I got behind your fucking mouse. I'm gonna grab him, grab him, put that on fucking ground. I mean, I walked in here and you and hit. He was just sitting down and you were up in your area and you guys were just shooting the shit, just like probably how you've done your whole life. And I was like, man, look at this. I was like, these guys are just like these guys are just like school children, you, you know. know? The only, the only thing that's getting in the way of me and uh, uh, Sumo being able to have a shoot this shit type of conversation is this stupid fucking podcast that we got to do. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. You know, this is uh, this is the uh, this is the franchise now, for what the original did you, content. What did you think about the new lineup today? I thought that you'd maybe like that because it's given you it's just given you three exclusive podcasts. Yeah, I was surprised that you are. Um, I'm surprised you're rolling with the honor show, but I also. Understand that's the, on Fridays. No, no, the one I'm the one you want me to oh, do the with two her. Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I was surprised by that, especially because you never listened to it. But uh, you know how bad could it be? Is probably what you were saying to yourself. Well, so I, two things. One, everybody is part of my inner circle council. Got a hold of me, and including Gooch, and Gooch hates everything. Really, this is really you can put this on Gooch because Gooch hates everything. 
Gooch thinks everything sucks. I don't think I even know Gooch. You don't. He was the former. He, he I think Sumer will tell you, he's employee number one for Tony Stewart. He was Tony's first employee. Okay. When Tony drove like IndyCar, you know, like <clears throat> uh, back in USAC days, Gooch, Jeff Patterson was his very first hire. And he started out driving his motor coach. And then he would double up because NASCAR, you know, they would save money. A lot of times, the motor coach guys, if they were big enough, they'd also be the gas, the gas, the gas men too on the pit road. Team. Right. So Gooch was the gas man for the for the race team, and their motor coach hauler for Tony personally. And he's a big motherfucker. He's like six five, four hundred pounds, and he doesn't lie. Like he's a he's a mean mother. He's not really a mean motherfucker. He just is very cynical and doesn't like a lot of people. Does but he like but, your but, show? Oh, he he loves me and Sumo. Oh, okay, me and Sumo happen to be two people that he likes. I could probably think of. I can't think of. He does. I don't even know if he, I, don't, I don't even know if he likes Tony. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, Sumo. I don't even know that he likes Tony most of the time. He he's had to set Tony straight a few times though. Yeah, well, you got to have somebody like that in your circle. <clears throat> well, Sumo and Gooch are those two guys in Tony's circle. Those are the only two that will really set Tony straight. Okay, Sumo and Gooch. And Gooch texted me yesterday and said, "Wow." Uh, by the way, Gooch is a is big Bubba Army. Huge, <clears throat> not not only in stature, but just you know, he loves the show. He catches the podcasts. He he listens to the after show. He's on the road all the time, and he listened to the two Jews, the two kind of cool Jews show yesterday. He was like, "Wow, these two guys did a pretty good show." So it was strictly it was him, and I got a text from Iggy, and I got a text from Creatine Travis, and I got a text from Wizzy, and I got a text from Big Red, and I got a text from uh, Cable Dog. Wow! And I got a no, not Cable Dog. He fucking he hates me. No, 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 Cable Dog. Ca- what? I I know Cable Dog hates you. Yeah, but Cable Dog did say. Wow, I, Seth has never said Seth sounded better than better than paired with Anna. He loves Anna as much as he hates oh, you. Oh, okay, he, all right. Well, that that's good. That so Anna, the love of Anna, kind of overshadowed his hatred of me. That's yeah. Good. But then there was probably some people's hate of Andra, of of Anna. Uh, people, there's probably the reverse of that. There's some people that really really like you that just tolerated her because they were with you. Man, I there. Uh, I mean, and obviously I've been reading a lot of comments about the show and everything. There's a, a lot of people really like Anna, and a lot of people really have felt like they need to make a decision whether it's me or her. I talked to her about that yesterday. Well, I had a guy on the. I had a guy email me today and said, "So long, you 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 asshole! You finally fucked up your show by adding Seth. I can't believe you. I've been around since '04 or '06 or something like that, and I don't understand why you'd bring him back. He's a piece of shit." You know, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, hey, I'm always tweaking the lineup. Sorry you don't like the current one, but it ain't nothing's changing. And can I, can I ask you this? As far as being a piece of shit and everything, and I, you know, I take people are saying you can't trust me. I'm going to stab you in the back. What did I do last time I was here other than leave and go get another job? I mean, obviously things happened here, you know, during shows and all that, but like I I didn't fuck you. Like, I don't think I tried to to fuck your business up. I don't think I tried to fuck your life up personally. Like, I just, I don't feel like anything happened. And uh, whether it's just the storyline or whatever, people seem to be very, very upset that you brought me back. But I don't know what I did the first time. Well, you were kind of a little bitch the first time. You're, you, you got way more of a cooler uh, vibe about yourself now. 
than the first time. The first time you were a little, you know, just kind of a little bitch. Okay. At, at times. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, you're just like a little bitch. Now you've manned up. I think life has hardened you. I think that you kind of saw some fucked up things in life and went through a couple different jobs and said, holy shit, you know what? Um, Bubba's place wasn't that bad, actually, compared to what I'm doing and what I've gotten myself into post-Bubba. It's Bubba shows better than any of this shit that I'm doing. And why not go back? And in going back, I realize now what I had. I hate to be a fucking cornball, but you know, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Well, you but know, you. What? The, there are th- there's things that are different this time of around. Yes, and that's the 800 pound elephant that's in the room uh, that we're not going to talk about. But you, that person did not like you. Right. We had somebody on the staff that did not like you, and. That wasn't in any. It just that person was always pulling against and you, and couldn't and couldn't go. Okay, maybe Bubba likes this person. Would would do it so it would hinder you professionally. Like yeah. would would not like me to do. Th- you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it, it was just it was a negative. Okay. It was a negative cast spell, if you will, that this person always put on you and made it obvious that they didn't like you, which puts pressure on me because I always want everybody to get along on my team. And that's why I'm taking things a little bit more in hand, but I'm not going to allow people to have that type of of relationship or friction here at the current lineup. If anybody in the current lineup has a problem with anybody else, fuck you. Like, I'll, like, I'm not going to let anybody have that type of attitude ever again. Good. Like, that's not going to work with me. I appreciate that. Having somebody, you know, if you work here, you're going to like everybody that you work with or I'll replace you. I'm, listen, I'm all for that. I just, I, I had never, Bubba, in my career, I had never experienced that before where somebody that was, you know, somebody that was above me was disliked me so much to the point where they were working against me. So I so I had that that I was kind of dealing with, you know, every single day. And, you know, you tried to ease that for me and all that. But I'm saying, like, this time around, and I don't expect anybody to give a shit that's listening, but, like, when I came here last time, I was just out of radio. Like, I didn't really even want to be here because I was trying to find what I really wanted to do because I didn't want to do radio my whole life. Well, and- hold on. And you had left a pretty big show under the guise of, I'm done with radio. Yeah, and I left without having another job lined up. And like like Seth responsibly always does. Yeah, and, you know, I was fine. That's, hold on, that's on brand, right? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've learned my lessons about that. I mean, that's on fuckboy brand where I leave a good job and I don't have anything really lined up. I'm fine. Hey, listen, Bubba, I don't regret that, though. Like, if I feel like if it was if it was really a, a moment that really fucked up my life, I, I've never looked back and re- have regretted that one moment that I left that job. I don't, I don't necessarily know. Honest to God, if you would have been able to retain that job, um, M- meaning think no, no, no. Let me let me explain first. Nothing against you, but that building is a fucking cancer, and there's people taking shots. And and, and listen, I don't say that against um, John Sinning or against Drew, but there's people in that building that didn't like you. Other people in that building from other shows that did not like you that seemed to have a lot of stroke around there, and I don't know if he wouldn't have gotten to you like he got to me. 
I mean, could you see that possible? I mean, right? That's. I mean, stranger things have happened. I mean, I I guess, Bubba. I mean, I had been there for 19 years. You know, I I had been there before a lot of people had you know gotten there. Um, yeah, but when you see Keith Lawless get fired, and before that, you know, Jay O'Connor, the guys that brought you in and you worked for you, are now gone. But you know what? We'll never know because I had had enough, and I had had enough for about. Three I remember why. I remember exactly where I was when you made the announcement, and I was, and I. Was I? It, it was a. It was a deep tease, and Drew said, "Hey, Seth's got a major announcement coming up next." And it was like at five twenty, and I was dry. It's when I lived in Odessa, and I was driving back from the the track. I'd gone up. It was a weekday. Was it a Thursday? Or was it a Friday? I don't. Re- I, I I think it might have been a Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. And so I'm listening. I'm on State Road 52. I just got off 75. And I'm on State Road 52, headed to the veterans. And um, I, I look down at the radio, and I hear, you know, Drew, Drew Garabo say, Seth, uh, I think I think he intimated that you were quitting or leaving or moving on or something like that. And in, in that announcement, and you were coming up next. And I was like, man, I got to fucking hear this. And I had also been off the air for a week and a half. Right. So <laughs> I think a lot of people saw it coming. So I heard you make the announcement that you want to – do your own thing and you really want to get into what you want to do, which is podcasting. You really put a lot of credence in podcasting. And there was some there was pleasantries and talking. You know, you guys left all on good terms. And I remember uh, calling the person that, uh, you know, is no longer here and doesn't like you and saying, it's like, hey, fucking uh, Seth over at the bone just quit. Or he's, I, I'd, I'd like, I think we should bring him on. And, and of course he was all, oh yeah, yeah, great. He's a fucking, he's great. And then, uh, and then, yeah, got here, and you know, you you were fond of me at the beginning, and you know, the person was a little possessive of you. I was never fond of you. I was never not fond of you. Every ever little meltdown that you had, or whatever, I think I, I, you're, you know, I could, I could, I could manage through. It was just you being, you know, just a little bitch. <clears throat> but then, you know, you you left for really stupid reasons. Really stupid. Now that you look at it, um, I listen. I I I left for a job that was going to pay me the same thing to you know work from home to where I didn't have to be in radio anymore. Like on paper, it didn't look stupid. Yeah, looking back on it, yeah, it it wasn't the right move for me. It wasn't the right move to probably get out of entertainment, which uh, you know. I guess if you're listening to this, you at least like Bubba, you know, is kind of what I've been doing my whole life, and I tried to get away from that just to prove I could do other things. Bubba, I, I was trying to prove shit to myself, you know? Right. And I decided once I got through that, I was like, okay. You know, yeah. after years, I'm like, what am I good at? You know, I'm- Radio? I'm, I'm good at radio. I'm good at this, you know, those content creation in this format, whether it's radio, whether it's online streaming, whatever it is. And, you know, that's where I want to live. And, and you, and I was just freshly, just worked at iHeart, and, you know, they, they iHeart didn't offer me, you know, any of these things that Bubba has here, which is obviously a massive digital platform. And, again, that's way more intriguing than any affiliate Bubba could pick up is to have the ability to work because that's what I've always wanted to do because that's where the future is. So, yeah, so I, I took that for granted the first time around, Bubba, because I thought that I could, you know, find that anywhere. But I, I realized that it's just not the case. And, and it's not like you just can't find not only not used not only can you not find it anywhere there's not a lot of people that are successfully doing it you know i mean you know other than the big ones you know you got the ben shapiro's you have the 
you know, the Joe Rogans, you have the the Dan Bonaginos, and you have, you know, you have you have those people that have carved out huge pieces of real estate digitally, but as far as the people that as far as radio personalities that are still juggling terrestrial radio and digital content, I don't know a lot that that are doing better than us. No, uh, no, not at all. I mean, you just every listen, I was here and it was 40,000 subscribers to YouTube and I've seen things continue to grow and one of the things that I've always hated about radio was like my success was always tied to, you know, cuz I was the executive producer, I was always tied to whatever host I was working with and you know, I always had to like I always felt like I had to motivate hosts and you know lead the way and do all these things and you're you're not like that at all. Like you have worked on the YouTube without somebody breathing down your neck about how important it is. Like you have a podcast up because you know how important it is. You don't have somebody telling you to do a podcast. And unfortunately, that's a lot of the world that you know I could work in is the area where they're behind the time. So no, you no, know. hold on. When you went to L.A., this is kind of a mini interview that I'm having with you. When you went to L.A. Could, you know, and and you were working for was it K Rock? Yeah, K Rock, and their and their morning show, and they brought you in under the guise of. Wait, by the way, I have. Oh, jeez, hold on, I have breaking news for you, real quick. What? Uh, Odyssey is now a, part of Cumulus. Odyssey preparing to file for bankruptcy within weeks. Yeah, and I heard that they're gonna that Cumulus and them are going to uh, fold into each other. And uh, it's going to be. I I know a very a very bath. I know a very very high ranking person at Audacity or what Odyssey or whatever. Yeah, that's the company I work for, by the way. Which I'm happy that didn't work out. Oh, because, they're fucked. They're fucked. Yeah, it's bad. They're going to have to roll into Cumulus to try to save each other. They're both been delisted from the stock market. Like they're fucked. Yes. And you know what? <clears throat> I know his name's Doug Abernathy. I think. He's a major. He's the. I could probably look. I can probably look up his name right here. I probably have it. You know, since we're um, podcasting, we can go. You know, we can. Well, I'm not going to go back and edit this out. It's too much work, Sponge. No, I don't want. I don't want you to. I'm off the clock. <clears throat> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want you to. So yeah, I, I, Doug, I, hold on, Doug Abernathy, who is the like the president of programming for like for like half of the country. I was talking BJ Harris, <clears throat> who works for them, um, in uh, in Denver, and you know the great BJ Harris, of course, one of my good friends. I never met him, but of course you know of him being in Tampa, my right? Whole life, yeah. And you know, one of the program directors that helped mold me into what I became was BJ, and BJ's a big sling and D out at uh, in Denver. He's uh, him, him, and um, what the Jamie White, and she's pretty hot. She's an old cougar, hot as fuck. Hell yeah! But uh, they got the, the you know the BJ and Jamie morning show, so I think they're pretty much protected. But he got me in touch with this guy named Doug Abernathy, and I'm like, hey Doug, you can send with <clears throat> with all these rock morning shows that you have, you, you could syndicate me and every one of those for pennies on the dollar. I mean, you know, right? You know, if you got <clears throat> if you got two dudes right now that are playing six to eight songs an hour and they're your local rock men skewing morning show you know seth conservatively those guys are making probably 40 a guy and then and then you throw in a producer at 25 and you probably got a hundred thousand dollars on your morning show right so yeah that that, that, that that doesn't really do shit that's getting beat by I don't know the sports talk or getting beat by the Bobby Bones syndicated in or getting beat by Charlemagne the God you know right <laughs> I mean that you know that local rock 
you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico fucking flamethrower, that rock and roll uh, uh, property. Well, like, for instance, one of the stations I was talking to, uh, Audacity, uh, um, Odyssey, was the Mountain in Denver. And they were paying this guy, uh, Seth, 105000 a year. He'd been with the company like 25 years. And they were paying him basically just to be a regular disc jockey in the morning. Be like, you know, Mountain 105.5. Uh, the Broncos got beat last night. Hopefully the Nuggets will be good this year. Uh, rumors have it that uh, the Broncos are trying to trade uh, uh, Russell who's, Wilson. Who's that ass bucket quarterback? Oh, I can't say ass bucket. Uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, and here's a stairway to heaven on the mountain. <clears throat> and he'd come back after, you know, playing three and be like, uh, 105.5, the mountain, uh, you know, cloudy skies today, high today, uh, 74. Tonight's low, 47. Currently, there's uh, four inches of powdery snow on Lake Fuck, uh, on, on, on Mountain, Mount, Mount Skimore. Uh, and here is uh, ACDC on the mountain, rocking Denver. <clears throat> They're paying that motherfucker like 110. Yeah, that's the dream job. Don't be mad at him. I'm you not know, mad at him. Yeah. But what I told Audacity slash Odyssey is, listen, get fucking rid of that guy, Johnny 110, fucking record talker upper, and put my shit in there for $10,000. Uh, I mean, for, for real. Put me in for pennies on the dollar, and I'm going to have a better show that's going to cost you virtually nothing compared to Johnny 110. And I'm going to have better ratings than he is. I'm going to have better guests than he is. I have a d- better digital presence than he does. And I, I mean, and and I'm quite fucking frankly, if you're going to pair fucking apples to apples, I'm better than Johnny. Fucking, you know, I'm better than Johnny One Ten. Well, you know, they, I'm a better radio personality than that guy. If they got Johnny One Ten playing songs, and that's probably just something that they want to do because playing nothing's cheaper than playing music. Well, yeah, bullshit. You, you really. You got Johnny 110, you're paying his salary, well, right? I'm saying you take Johnny 110 out of the—you pay—I mean, like, you could pay what a lot of stations here do, Bubba. I mean, outside of morning shows, they pay you an hourly wage. They pay you minimum wage to, to do a shift like that. I know, you know? but but, the, but I'm talking about specifically morning shows. Yeah. Morning shows is where you're spending the majority of your money. And if you're paying even a guy to talk up records and he's been around for a while and he's in the community—he's Johnny 110. You know he is. He's yeah. making a buck ten. You got, you got another fucking, you know, you, you got a, you got a hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollar morning show that's in eighth place, men twenty five fifty four, and you literally could get replaced with AI technology. Johnny one ten could be AI all fucking day. That's or, or you bring in what men really want to hear, which is men lifestyle type sports leaning political shit talk. Polarizing shit talk. Bubba, I can't. I, Man soap opera. I am looking forward to when you don't give a shit about the radio anymore. Because I'm telling you. I, just, I don't give a shit no, about but, it, no, but, but I still do. It's no, where I, I came from. I know, but it's not where things are going, and it's not where you're going it's at like all. It's like asking you to quit liking the White Sox, bitch. They, can't happen. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's getting close, Bubba. They are a fucking absolute <laughs> disgrace. They I mean, fucking, they, are they trying to be bad? I don't know. It's Jerry Reinsdorf. He's such a cheap fuck. I mean, have the Bulls won anything since Michael Jordan? Have the Bulls no. been relevant whatsoever? No. The guy owns both teams. It's disgusting. Don't. I don't want to get started on it because it's made me so mad. You got anxiety? Ma- no, it's, I, you know, it's made me— Okay, I'm 
attempt to get. All right, listen, let's take it down a notch, Bubba. The reason I brought up the Odyssey thing was is to show you that bankruptcy. To show you, you know where radio stations are going. Bankrupt. So, so because they're paying Johnny one ten, that's the reason they're going in the shitter. If they don't want to pull the trigger on having you off for ten thousand, fuck it. Because you're <laughs> no, gonna but be, I'm gonna you're gonna be around make, longer than they I'm are. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a hard push to with with when these when these companies. Like right now, they're prime for picking. I'm going to make a hard push to the Doug Abernathy's and to the guys like that saying, hey, listen, my show is still available. I mean, what if we picked up Denver? How fucking cool would it be to pick up Denver? No, it'd be cool. It'd be cool. And I'm not talking about like on a little fucking 3,000 watt fucking translator willy. I'm talking about a full blown yippee Listen, like, no, any, any type of promotion that uh, you can. Sorry. Any type of promotion you can give the show, you can promote YouTube, you can promote that. Yeah, I love it. I'm just, all for it. I'm the, just saying that it's not. The terrestrial show is just a, a big fucking stage for us to promote what we really are. I mean, our real shit. I know, but deep down, I feel like you you need, like, much like I felt like I needed to be validated when I went to L.A., I felt like my radio credit needed to be validated. I feel like you got to get back on the radio in Tampa or on a massive station, or you're just going to feel like something gnawing at you for the rest of your career. Well, I do. I I do have some unsettled business in Tampa radio. I didn't go out the way I wanted. I want. Uh, I'd like to have another shot at it. I can't help it. That's how I'm wired. I, no, I, You're I, wired, you know, a certain way. I'm not the, I, the, that, that Phoebe cannot change you on some some of your weird shit. Yeah, no, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to change the inner workings of you at all. I just I want to just try to show you that you are have been going in the right direction. And listen, you continue I, to go there. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you, and I hope that none of the terrestrial affiliates hear this. But I mean, I was I was talking to Tom Bean, and and he's like, listen, you know what you should do is have the ball. I don't, but I don't have the balls to do this. This is like what you should do is just pull your shit off all terrestrial stations. I, I mean, and, that's, that's... and and do do the do the show uncensored where you can drop a fuck or a shit or a stuff like that and and aggregate all of your terrestrial people over to Bubba Army HQ. I mean, that's the lion's share. That in your digital, you know, that YouTube, Facebook, podcasting. Uh, you know, um, you know who runs the world now, Bubba? Streamers. I mean, you remember when? It, remember when radio people were the big, you know, the big dicks in town that you would go to. You want to promote everything, and they were the big stars. Now it's streamers. Whether they're uh, nineteen, whether they're fucking twelve, they are the most important people. They're the ones that are they're quote unquote content creators, but they're drawing influencers. Influencers. Say but it. But are we in, now, now listen with our numbers at one hundred and twenty-five million views. Uh, you know our numbers. You know our numbers. Are we influencers? I would say that you are. I'd say you're an influencer. Well, I, but but me is the show, and the show is me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> very prophetic. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't really know what that means, but I, I again, I will say that yes, I think that the brand is an influencing brand, right? But I mean, you know, because Bubba Clem, uh, like you know that Facebook page, you know. But Bubba, the Bubba the Love Sponge, it's got 152,000. Bubba Clem's got 4,800, well, mostly of just, you know, older cougar chicks I'm trying to fuck. Yeah, but Bubba, you listen, you've, you've changed out, you know, you've changed out way too many pieces over the years. This is about you, you know? It's about the show's always changing, but you are the, you're the main So you're saying th- like the Howard Stern shows, Howard, the Bubba the Love Sponge show is Bubba. Right, you're going, are these, are all these people influencers? Not to, not to your level, no. So, I mean, if I was... 
I guess I couldn't be an advertiser because I would just advertise on the show. But, yes, you are an influencer. You would be in that category as all these other assholes who people have never heard of that have cool first names that are absolute millionaires. Why ain't I I a millionaire? Well, we're getting there, Bubba. You know, it took the long road, okay? If you were just born— you know, a couple of years, you know, I don't want to say a couple of years ago, but if you were, you know, 16, 17 years old, you'd have a fucking podcast. You'd probably be popular as shit. This chubby little kid cussing on Twitch and all that. Then by the time that you were this age, God, you wouldn't even be working anymore. You'd be so rich. You just got to, you know, God I put fucked you, it up. God put you on earth, you know, to get the start in radio. Then you're going to see radio through and then you're going to be like these rich little kids. But it just took you a long time to get there. Okay. All right. Whatever. You asked me about something about L.A. You were trying to ask me about oh, yeah. during Yeah, the- so once you went to L.A., did you tell the guy, the host, did you try to sit him down and say, hey, listen, we need to develop a podcast. Yep. We, we need to develop a, a YouTube presence. Uh-huh. We need to develop, you know, a, a, a digital, some digital currency because that's the currency that's go- the future is is digital. Uh, Bubba. I told- and, what, and what did he say? Bubba. Right? I told that to everybody at Odyssey, and they all were jizzing because that's what they—that's like ev- what everybody wants to do, and they know they need to do that, but they don't know how, or they're too fucking lazy to see it through. And so every day I'd be like, "Why aren't you guys doing a podcast? Like, why aren't you guys? Why don't you guys have a YouTube? Like, why does K Rock have all of your content?" I'm like, "Why don't you guys want this?" I was like, "You guys don't even have your own fucking social media pages." You know, I talked about all that shit, and I mean, I wasn't there long enough to institute it, but it didn't look like. They wanted to. They talked a big game, but they didn't. They didn't do the work. They didn't. They didn't that's see it through. All, and, and that's pretty much all radio guys now that got kind of bigger contracts that they they don't want to grind and establish anything digitally. They just want that big fucking paycheck. And they and by the way, they don't own the rights to any of their shit. So what they don't realize is, man, once once they can you in your di- what are you fucking gonna do? We've we've talked a lot about it before. I yeah. mean, that's a, and that's the kind of thing. Is like it's weird when people walk around all the time and like, oh my god, I'm gonna get fired. I could get fired at any moment. And you're like, okay, well, what are you what are you doing to prepare for that? If you're worried about it, like, are you doing anything? Are you starting a podcast? Are you trying to move your content over? And nobody is. So and it's almost like I hate to be honest. I mean, like I'm not trying to be a dick. I was late to the game. And I've just now since established some pretty reputable numbers where I can give. Like I was talking, I'm talking to this one client, uh, Seth, and I gave him my all of my my little footer deal that shows the people on the show and the distribution and the various platforms. And this company is working with some other influencers, and they're like, "Wow, we haven't we we aren't working with anybody right now that has your presence." So that was that was kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you know what you have right now. So and, and so, like, but these these other radio dudes, they don't have any of that, and they, they don't own their own material. And so, like, they're like literally like Jesse Cage. I think he's selling real estate now, isn't he? Uh, I'm not sure. I you know, I honestly don't follow a lot of radio people, Bubba. I try to really either I have no interest in it myself, so there I don't really follow anybody that's in that world. I hope that's okay. I don't give a fuck. Okay, yeah, I've just I don't, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what's going on when I worked at you know iHeart six twenty sports animal great station, but I didn't know what the fuck I barely knew what was going on at that station. So oh, and I so I, there. D- I I DM'd Tommy Chuck. Yeah. The, oh, the, did you? And he ghosted me. No. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I went right to for I went right to what he needs to do. You know. Hey Tommy, have some balls. Step up and put me on at ninety rock. Oh, that's what you sent him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I said, <clears throat> ghost, and I go, 
hey, I, I, I had lunch with Brad Harden like a month ago, and then, and then he said, he didn't get back to me. He goes, well, what did Brad say? And I said, Brad told me to get a hold of you. <laughs> now, you and Chris Sectic need to fucking pull up, pull the fucking trigger. Can you imagine? <clears throat> now, Seth, I know you don't like talking about this because it's completely about what you don't want to do. But can you imagine if 98 Rock would pull the trigger and say, we're bringing Bubba back to do mornings? It would be, there's, I, I can't tell you the last Tourette. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk text and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabyte on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Industrial radio thing that somebody did that made the community talk. <clears throat> I mean, it would be water cooler talk for days. And I would be number one within 30 days. Number uh, Guaranteed, persons 2554, number one. I mean, like, you know, you know it would be. I know that, I know that you would be number one. I know that it would happen very quickly. I, I don't doubt any of that. But, like, there's nothing. I can't think of. Tell me the, you're the, you're the one that's most recently been on regular radio. When's, what's the last thing that happened in Tampa radio that was water cooler talk for people in the community. They're saying, hey, did you hear what happened? Other than, you know. Other than all the people that get DUIs. Other and, than, or, yeah. and, and beat up chicks. Yeah. Other, uh, other, than, other, than, other than, you know, people that beat up women and drive drunk. Tell me the last programming thing where you're like, hey, did you hear 97X is flipping over to Mexicans? Or, hey, did you hear that uh, MJ is the new morning guy from, for Q105? Like, there's not shit going on. Bubba, I'll be honest. I think that those days 
have been over for a while. Not when you bring in motherfucking Bubba the Love Sponge on 98 Rock. Well, I believe that there would be buzz about you, but I think that it would die down, Spongeo. I think that I don't think it would be like it was back in the day, you know? Uh, and I I that, and no. that's no disrespect to you. I think that's just in the society we live in. I think that there'd be like, holy shit. There'd be like, Bubba yeah, but see, but here's the deal. I, I can also dip my toes in the society that we live in because I got a fucking huge following over there too, bitch. About I to get mine. No, you, you sure, listen, you sure do. And when all these people find out that you're still alive and well, all the fucking numbers are going to go up and everybody. Everybody's going to get a bonus and everybody's going to be happy. Uh, for you, I know that that's kind of how you want your story to, you know, end in Tampa. And so I want that to happen for you. I just want you to know that you can, will still be wildly successful, even if that never comes to fruition. Well, I know this, that when you were doing the chirp with this kid, you came to me and said, hey, listen, I'm doing this show called this chirp, the chirp with this young kid. And the lightning really believe in this young kid, and they're gonna they kind of using me as the as the radio kind of yeah. Go- shout out to JP. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing bad about this kid. No, no. And you guys do the chirp, and he's kind of got the younger social media vibe, and you got the old school veteran radio vibe. They thought he was my son, <laughs> kind of deal. But it, it 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 worked. And I remember you said. You know, he's got 102,000 subscribers on YouTube and like the lightning. We're like, holy shit. You know, that's, motherfucker, that's me now. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, like, now that's, and I was like, wow, really fun. So, like, you know. You want to get paid minimum wage to do a show about the lightning on their streaming channels? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, man, we could make those hit, dreams come you're, true. You were going to hit the brakes on that fast? Yeah, I, was just, I just wanted to tell you, if you're looking to get in that business, yeah, listen, he was, and the lightning were smart. They were reaching out, and they were getting influencers, and they were trying to get hockey, you know, in front of people that might not normally watch hockey. And, yeah, kid had, uh, you know, 100,000 YouTube subscribers. Kid had a Twitch following. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I'll, you know, I don't know if he's going to listen to this, but he's making, making six figures off streaming. He had the job with the lightning just to have the job, just to do something. It wasn't even to make money. So, I mean, he, it, he was just a kid that grew up and, you know, started doing all the YouTube shit, the streaming and all that. And it worked out, Bubba. So he was early in on he, the deal. Early in. Yes. Just like you were early in on content creation. And now you're in the streaming world where everybody else is thriving or at least trying to. Did you see where the uh, Harvard professor uh, resigned? Yeah, the, the fine African American lady. Yeah, why, why did why did she, she was she anti Israel? Oh, they well they she was one of the things that wouldn't you know condemn it. And they were kind of talking in circles about you know is we it begin with a shakeup at the top of one of the nation's most prominent universities. The president of Harvard, Claudine Gay, resigned today following accusations. Claudia Gay, Cla- is it Claudine? I think Claudine Gay. Plagiarism and the university's alleged mishandling of anti-Semitism on campus since the start of the war between Israel and Hamas. I wish I was a president of university. I'd be like, man, let's fucking party. <laughs> what do you mean? Hot you, bitches. Oh, oh, okay. You would want to party with the announcement. Your... <laughs> yeah, I'd want to party with the cheerleaders. Okay, sorry. I'd get, I did... I'd get thrown out so fast. Yeah, I was man. just trying to see how this was applying to Israel and Hamas, but you just want to fuck, fuck young college girls. Okay, I got you. I mean, wouldn't you? Um, No, I don't like him young like Bill Clinton or you. <laughs> I like him old and established. Like a coog? There was an article about how cougars fuck the best, and I'll tell you this right now, cougars do fuck the best. Because yeah. you know why cougs fuck the best? No. Because cougs don't really want a fucking relationship. They don't want to fucking, they, they just want to fuck. Cougs, you know, they've had all their fucking romancing and trips, and all, they just want to fuck. Yeah, but I mean, a cougs cook, just want to fuck. A cook could be in a relationship and, you she'll know. She'll fuck. Yeah, you know, and she'll fuck, so. Yeah. I, I don't, cougs are cool. I don't know if I'm in cougar territory yet with Phoebe, but uh, you know I look forward to getting there one day. You're not. Uh, 
But, I mean, you're, you're just looking for the fucking to to to, to, to the, the frequency of fucking to multiply. Oh, I'm gonna jump on her when I get home. Hopefully, she's not wearing her grandma sweater. It comes less than a month after her congressional testimony. And she's got the big silky milkies too, doesn't she? She does. Oh yeah, does she swing them around the farm? Uh, when it's when it's time to take care of me, yeah. Only that sparked outrage. Is that one thing that gets you is when she starts swinging them? Well, I mean, she's trying to do it, Bubba. It's not like she's doing it while she's giving my daughter a snack. I mean, she's swinging them to swing them, you know, to get me to finish so she can get the fuck out of the room and carry on with her day. Uh, So hold on. So she's not swinging them because she wants to. She's swinging them to fucking try to make you finally get your nut because she's fucking tired of hearing it. Right. And so she can start doing her day. So she tries to shut your stupid fucking ass up because all you're wanting to do is a swinging tit deal. Yeah, she starts to swing about five miles per hour, and then by the end it's about 35 miles per hour just trying to get me the fuck out of there, so... Both There's them. no love or passion involved. It's all about it's about time management. Well, we got a lot going on here. Critics Bubba. and prominent university donors. Gay becomes the second Ivy League leader to step down following last month's contentious hearing before the House Committee on Education. CBS's Nicole Killian has been following this story from the beginning and is here to start us off tonight. Nicole, good evening. Good evening, Major Pressure. Why is everything so formal? I don't know. Like, what's just, up, Nicole? How this... you doing over there looking good on them fucking yoga pants, bitch? <laughs> Break it down. Well, they have pro- been building on Claudine Gay to step down. Even though she apologized for her testimony last month, it wasn't enough, making her the shortest-serving president in the history of the university. Perfect. She's going to flap her stupid fucking mouth like the way she did. She needs to get out of here. I don't think she flapped it, though. I think that's the pressure. She didn't flap enough. Oh, sorry. She needed to clear some shit up about— Six- She needed to say, listen— Israel's cool. Hamas is not. If you're a Palestinian, get the fuck out. Because Israel's coming through like a goddamn wrecking ball. And Hamas is bad. Now, if you want to be pro-Hamas and you want to protest, I'm not one to stop any protesting, but it's going to be peaceful. And we have a little denoted area here for all Hamas protesting over there in that corner. That's where you guys can fucking protest. Boom. And if you want to protest anywhere else, go get go file go 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 file for a protesting permit. <laughs> Six months into her tenure, Harvard University President Claudine. Gay- Look how much money she left on the fucking table? Because you know, Seth, they they fired her for cause, so you know she's not getting that big guaranteed willy. Are you? Sh- you don't think she got paid? No, I bet you that bitch got fired for cause. And when they fire you for for cause, that means no money. Mm. They announced she's resigning Listen. so that our community can navigate this moment of extraordinary challenge. Yeah, because our community hates you. <laughs> Gay's resignation comes nearly a month after she and the president of UPenn and MIT faced widespread condemnation following this testimony. Man, it, it, it seems like okay, all three of those presidents of major universities were women's. That first one got out of there fast, though, the MIT one. Housing. She got out of there. She was she was done like the next day. Yeah. Education hearing on anti-Semitism on college campuses. You can't be a white man and have a chance in today's society. You a cannot. white man. Does calling for the genocide of Jews violate Harvard's rules of bullying and harassment? Yes or no? Yes. It can be depending on the context. It does not depend on the context. The answer is yes, and this is why you should resign. These House Republican Cheryl. Ooh, that bitch is bringing it. Oh, she brought it that day. Harvard alum posted two down, referring to gay and Penn President Liz McGill, who also resigned days after the hearing. 
While Harvard's governing board initially backed Gay, she faced increasing scrutiny following charges of plagiarism in her dissertation and several articles, including... I would plagiarize the shit out of everything. I mean, with AI, I'd be like, write me a report. I, yeah, I mean, really. <laughs> write, write me a pro-Jewish report, please. I guess she didn't uh, new- cite her sources, people were saying, but I think it's a little more... My sources are in my side of my little head. Tweak. Gay, who was Harvard's first black female president, denied the allegations of plagiarism and stated, It has been distressing to have doubt cast on my commitment to confronting hate and to upholding scholarly rigor. And frightening to be... Rigor? What? ...subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. It came out... That sounded pretty fancy to me, whatever she just said there. She's using those Harvard Race, words on the way Racial animus and a, and a dirty rigor? Man... <laughs> subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. It came out of nowhere. Jonathan, Look at this guy. What's he complaining about? I don't want him backing me up at a bar fight. Then Frieden is a Harvard Law student who attended the congressional hearing and has experienced anti-Semitism on campus. The issues that exist are systemic and they still need to be addressed. So you think this is just... No, the- I mean, are they... Jeez, are they you know are they unilaterally letting people on Harvard say like you know Jews are bad? Are they letting that happen? Um, there was a, with Harvard especially there seemed to be a lot of videos that came out. A lot of Harvard, I think some of the people at Harvard did like a sit-in where they broke in. There was a lot of like pro-Palestinian uh, protests that were on campus. A lot of that, and then there were a lot of anti-Semitic incidents and stuff like that. But, but I'm just gonna say like I've I went to Hillsborough Community College, so I can't say I've really been on a college campus. But I've been Jewish my whole life. I've been very open about it, and I faced anti-Semitism too. It's just—I mean, it's just part of being Jewish. I don't—I mean, I—I I, I understand we're trying to erase it, but it's also something that I—you you can kind of deal with. I think. I mean, I would believe people of the Holocaust and all that shit had it a lot worse than people that that just dislike Jews. Yeah, I mean, like if like somebody said, "Hey, I hate Jews," be like, "Okay, that's great." I'll, I mean, like they told I'm not me getting thrown in the oven or nothing. Like in elementary school, the like kids were like, "Oh, you're going to hell because you don't believe in Jesus." I was like, you know what? I've I've heard that oh, stuff. I think some so over that bullshit about Jesus. Who even knows that Jesus is real? Well, yeah, but we were talking about it on the uh, you know the two cool Jews show yesterday. I hope that this is just the beginning. Listen, I mean, talk about the perfect con. Nobody knows if Jesus is real, nor you'd have to die and come back. Nobody knows. Nobody. Jesus is a shakedown. Well, nobody knows about anything, but I do. I, you know, is nobody this, even knows about what you know Jews pray for. People don't know about that either. But God, just you know, like a, a creator, not necessarily like a dude that's chilling. <clears throat> There's one dude, God. Like what the fuck? What? Dude, who, gave, who, who gave that guy all the fucking power? I don't know, but this like who? Like who the fuck said? Okay, God. Yeah, you are in charge now. I want to know who that motherfucker is. That was. is a great question, Spongebob, but... This, who gave God his God power? This is not an accident. Life, the way that we... Life, li- we we all at one times were, you know, a single cell fucking... Then we turned into a frog in the pond, and then the pond, then eventually that fucking frog turned into something that oh, could walk. And then we just turned into having men and women that all, all of a sudden you just put this this thing into yeah. this thing, and then you create a evolution. baby. Yeah. And then you create this whole thing where, you know, we have sports and we build tall buildings, yeah. and this is all just a fucking accident? Yeah. No way. The Big Bang Theory. One monkey fucked uh, another monkey, and, and, and now here we well, are. Where, where'd the monkeys come from? Uh, God! Uh, uh, no, um, the monkeys came from some single-cell organism in the fucking ocean. You don't even know what a single-cell organism is. Harvard's a governing body. I couldn't argue on my own. This is Gay Wilson. I mean, I, did, you, did you see me just quickly move on? I did. It's Appreciate good. It. On as a faculty member, and they have named an interim president. Bubba Clem. Great. Fuck. Like, there are now new calls for MIT. 
now this bitch has to go. She <laughs> now she has to be the final one to resign, and then everybody will be happy. What the the uh, the Harvard girl? No, the the MIT one because the Penn and the Harvard presidents resigned. So one's holding out. Here's now. that article I was talking about. Cougars are happier and have better sex than women with men of their same age. I have fucked some cougs and they're the best. The my first cougar I ever fucked was Ellie in Chicago when I was like 23 and she was like 56. Oh man. For for for, for a rent break. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I, I think I heard about she that. She sucked me she sucked me off with Vaseline. Oh, yeah, I heard about. That's what a cougar will do. She'll take petroleum in the mouth for a far feller. Jesus. Well, things were different back then, Bubba. It was the 80s, you know? It was petroleum was the all it was around at the right age. Mm. Getting jacked off with a nice fucking Vaseline handy was nice. This is where well, this is where Clement Chris gets a little weird for me, bud, just so you know. Well, you don't like getting jacked off with Vaseline? Well, uh, no, I'm just, just you know, the, I'm I'm not good at locker room talk, you know? Like, I can give you a little bit of here and there, but, like, I'm, you know, I'm not good at it. I mean, because you don't do it enough. You don't fuck enough. Why not? You don't no? get jacked off enough. Uh, right. I don't have stories about Ellie from 1980 jacking me off. I got- But I do. That, that's why. We compliment each other. You are kind of non-sexual and in a. Uh, no, I'm uh, sexual, man. I well, like sex. Yeah, but I like you, women. Your, your wife don't like fucking as much as you do. Who, who does, man? Oh, I got one. I got one that'll you know fuck on a dog. You know whatever I tell her to. With the merch <laughs> crick? Yeah. Okay, go call her right now and well, tell her to get I, on I, it. If, if, I, if I texted her and said, "Listen, as soon as I get off the air, I, I want A, B, C, and D." I, I would be met with A, B, C, and D when I got to the apartment. Does that make her a sex slave? I don't know what it makes her. I think I'm human trafficking her. <laughs> <laughs> I think oh. I'm, I think I've, 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 you know, even Sumo and some of the boys, like, they can't believe how tight of a ship I run. I run a tight ship. No, you do. You do. I'm not surprised. I see how you run it at work. Um, Listen, I don't know how much longer we have, but. I wanted to play. Trying this. to get out of here already? No, I want about cougars fucking, and no. now you're trying to wrap the show up. Well, I wanted to play this for you because this is part of the roast, Bubba, and I know Doctor Dan's going to be on the show tomorrow, so I wanted to see if we could address this this joke that he made. You have it? Yeah, I, well, I have it right. I have it right at playing off my phone. You know, good audio, Willie, right here. All right. Thank you, Bubba. Thank you, Bubba. I have a uh, PSA. If anyone's seen Seth's dick, please call 81390-BUBBA. <laughs> I've had a lot of fun tonight, Bubba. So, I well, just... I, I mean, what was that for? I, I like think... That, what, what was that cheap shot for? I mean, like, is, is he saying that that you don't have a dick? Is he saying that you got a small dick? Is he saying that you're dickless? Well, that's what? that's what I wanted to talk about tomorrow, and I don't know how to address. You know, I know we obviously I fucked up today, and I said fuck on the air because I thought what we were doing, you know, podcast streaming Willie. I forgot we're terrestrial, so I I wanted to figure out how we could address, you know, him saying dick and all that uh, tomorrow. I just wanted <clears throat> to know where it came from. Well, yeah, like I don't understand. I, I, I understand I have a small dick, and I understand if he's making a joke that I might have girl private parts. I just want to know, like, it seemed like it came out of nowhere. Yeah, <clears throat> to me it seemed like a cheap shot, you know. I mean, because I mean, you know, I, you got a pro- you probably got a decent size. No, dick, I don't. You? I no. Listen, I don't, and I and I, I was mean, trying I, to refl- you know your dick. Do you, do you get? Do you ever tie it off or get one? Remember when we had those penis pumps? Did we ever get you one of those? No. Were you part of the show? We all got penis pumps. No. And we, and we pump our penises. I would have been long gone if that if that was going to happen I can, again. I, I can retro buy you one. No, no, no. no I'm hold good. on, all of us. Me, Lummy, uh, I think. Did I don't even know if Rat did you get a penis pump? He may not be no listening. fucking way, man. We bought five or six penis pumps, and all the guys pumped the shit out of our penis. No, Lummy would, Lummy would, and you would, but nobody, nobody else would. Dan did. Oh, Dan man. did. I think I th- I don't know if Rhett did or not. 
But me, me, Lummy, and Dan bought these penis. And Blitz, when Blitz was here, he was pumping. Okay, well, I believe that. I believe you can throw Doctor Dan and Blitz in there. I believe that you guys will pump cocks. But would when you, you start talking about Macho Man and Red, I just seems like I don't seem like those would, kind of guys. Well, would you take? Would, would you listen? Can I tell, it, it makes it bigger. It pumps blood into it, and it's an it's like a muscle memory exercise. It's like a way to work out your dick. Like a Kegel? Yes, exactly. Do a Kegel for me right now. Squeeze that asshole together. There you go. It's a little harder. Hold it for one, two, three. Okay, now let it go. There you go. Nice and easy. Now back into the c- contraction area. Ready? Three, two, one. Squeeze. Squeeze. Try to snap off that pencil. Come on now. Here we go. <clears throat> Squeeze. Okay, now let it go. There you go. There you go. Spongebob? What? So I We're was doing tr- Kegels together on a podcast. Does it get any better than that, bitch? I hope so. I was t- so I was trying to. Refl- I, oh, I, I hope so. <laughs> I was trying to reflect on if Doctor Dan's ever seen my dick. Obviously, I've had a, a number of ailments. I look back, and I don't think he has. So I just wanted to know where it came from. And I, I, I think it was just this kind of like some cheap heat. Well, I know he got a couple of he got a couple of zingers off again, of uh, but it was fine. But I think that he was mad, and this was I think that he might have been upset because I texted that joke where I said. Dr. Dan is drunker than Nick Hogan's wife. And, like, I thought it, I thought it was more kind of just to make fun of Nick Hogan's wife. And, but I don't know if Dr. Dan, like, that bothered him. And that's why he came out talking about where's my dick. But I just wanted to feel like, you know, I just want to see. Now, if, am I, I, I going to have, a, like, instantaneous heat tomorrow? No. Like, I, I want harmony, not heat. Bubba, when <laughs> I say when, it, when, say it. Harmony, not heat. Harmony, not heat. Bubba, when you, hi- when you hired me, uh, like, well, before you had told the audience, like, months ago when we were talking about it. I texted Dan and I was like, Dan, I don't, e- I don't remember, you know, like how we ended, but like I've always appreciated everything you've done for me, and I'm not trying to take your job, but I hope everything's cool. And he was like, Yeah, he was like, you know, thanks, I appreciate it. And then I, I texted him when, you know, he got me that medicine. So, um, the old, the thing with Dan was everything was cool with Dan until like my last couple weeks here, and then he wanted me to call that kid who wanted to get into radio, and you were like, "What the fuck are you telling my guys to you know call your friends' kids for and all that shit?" Yeah, we're past all that. He's even forgot that. No, I know, but I'm saying that was like the thing, and then everybody's like, "Oh, do you you don't appreciate the stuff Dan did for you?" And I'm like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "I called the kid, so I've never had any issues with Dan. So there, if there's heat, it's not I for don't me. Know. I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe if you can, maybe we should edit that." Edit with a dick thing. Yeah, just you know, quick little beep. Or yeah, quick little beep, and then and then we can play it tomorrow and say, hey Dan, listen, you know, Seth doesn't want any heat with you, and you know, we don't think that you've we've seen we we don't think that you've seen his penis. So where is this 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 coming from? Is this just a quick little you know? Quick little zinger. Are you zinging them? Because I could take, listen, I know. I, I have factual, you know, facts behind your, you know, Seth potentially has a small cock. Yeah, I don't need the whole VH1 behind the music, but if he has, like, actually seen my cock, then I'm afraid, then I'm actually, like, hurt that he would tell people I have a small dick. That's my thing. You don't got a small dick if you pump. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know if I want to pump, Bubba. Why I guess wouldn't I, you want to pump? Can we just? <laughs> no, no. Before we leave, we got to break this pump thing down. Because we all got pumps, and you know what? It's it's the stigma that you think is bad that that you put you put this cylinder, clear cylinder on your cock, and you create an airtight seal towards the base, and then you hit this button, and it goes. And it starts sucking your dick until it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you try to. It gives you like a setting on it, and let's say that the first time you 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 did you pumped up your dick, you got like a one point nine setting. Well, you hold it for like two or three minutes, then you then you hit the de vacuum thing where the suction goes away, 
and then your dick kind of flipping and flopping around a little bit there. Then you put it back on, and if you did a 1-9 on the first sesh, then maybe you try to go to like a 2-1 or a 2-2, and you hold it, and it pumps up your dick real good, gets it all purple and everything, big veins are popping out, striations, and then you hold it, and you hold it, and it, it it's like working out your dick. Wouldn't you be interested in working out your dick? I need to work out the rest of my body first, but but this sounds no. incredible. No, you don't need to work out your rest of your body. The thing, do you give a fuck about what your biceps look like, or do you give a fuck about getting laid later today by your wife? <sighs> that's Hon- a, be honest. That's a good point. Yeah, you care more about your dick. Then your fucking calf muscles or whatever shit you're going to work out. Yeah, but I mean, if my deltoids are fucking weak, then, I mean, who's going to want to fuck me? <clears throat> well, I mean, you're... By you're, the way, you explaining the, how to use the dick pump should just be a YouTube video tutorial where, where guys are like, oh, shit, I'm a horny. How do I use this? And they go look it up, and it's you explaining it to them yeah, real quick. Yeah, you, you, take, you take the dick pump. And you, and, no, you told us about it. First of all, you get you try to you get 1. your one to the two point two. I got you. You get your you fluff yourself up. Oh, you know boy. you fluff. You know because listen, you you can be laying like an elevator button, or you can <laughs> or you can or you can fluff up a little bit. What you do is you fluff up a little bit. You kind of stretch Armstrong, kind of you know kind of jerk off a little bit. Get it about Shit. get it about half hard. You can't tell me that you don't jerk off. Is Just this please. going to man? And I hope- so you jerk it till you get it half. And then you put the fucking uh, the dick pump on it, and that dick pump just gets that son of a bitch rock hard. And then you hold that for a little bit, like Braveheart, hold, 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 and then you release. And then your dick still your dick stays a no, little I, bit half hard. Okay. And then you then you put the machine back on, and you do that like you do two or three sets of that. I got gotcha. you. Like you're training. No, I'm good. Yeah, no. Listen, I'm good. I appreciate it. Why man. are you so afraid? To try it. Because we it's all tried it. Sticking my God given private parts in some man made contraption to pump air into it to give women a false sense of what my package actually looks like. It, you, women need a false sense of what your shit looks women like. Women need to see the real deal. They need to see that my pubes are longer than my pee pee, and then that's when they're going to fall in love with Hold me. Hold on now. If you can, if you dick pumped a little bit on the private, and then next time uh, Phoebe w- w- took your shit around the farm, you're like a half an inch thicker and just Jesus a little, just Christ, a, just a, just a little bit bigger. You're a horny man. Like you laid a little bit. Now you know how when when, when the skies aren't like when we're just like sitting. Like I'm laying pretty good right now. I just let me see. Yeah, I'm laying good as fuck right now. How about you? I'm I, bet a, I'm as, I bet you're in any. I'm as inverted as can be. Right. Well, if you would use the dick pump. Right now, your elevator button would be like a little Jimmy Dean sausage. Wouldn't you like to have one inch hanging out right now instead of two inches inverted? No, that starts and stops with the dick pump. Care. I don't care if there's an inch hanging out when I'm doing a fucking podcast with you. I don't care. I'm just saying it's so much cooler to have like an inch and a half laying on your leg than to have fucking two and a half inches fucking inside of a moray eel cave. Fuck, man. The I deal mean, you that got I... a moray eel dick, and I got a fucking dick that wants to hang out a little bit. The deal that I signed with you where I get bonus off the podcast is really worrying me now because I'm not sure if this is going to bring in the amount of listens that I oh, need. Oh, man, people are going to love this. Uh, be like, man, Bubba was telling Seth how to pump up his dick. If they made it to the end of the podcast, God bless him. Like, if we, if tomorrow, if you're listening you're to this. You're trying to say that this thing sucks? No, no, no. If, if you're listening. It's li- brilliant. No, it's good. They're doing good numbers. If you're listening right now and chat tomorrow, just type dick pump, dick pump, dick pump, and just so we know that you were listening. Yeah, there you go. Just and, say dick pump, that's it. And, just and, and move on. Just put dick pump.
That's all. So we then want to we know, that, know that you heard this and potentially thought that this rhetoric was funny. Yes, that's it. Now I won't be on the computer tomorrow to monitor chat, but you know if we see any Bubba, tell Lummy to keep his head on, uh, head on a swivel for dick pumps <laughs> tomorrow. Because <laughs> okay. listen, there's been listen. We have this Amazon you know website web you know we have the Amazon deal. Yes, and we sold like like eighty dick pumps. Shut up. There's like 80 or 90 Bubba Armies that bought the dick pump. If I bring my dick pump tomorrow and show you what it looks like, maybe you don't quite know what it, look, what it is. Maybe No, no, I got, no, Bubba, I fully grasp every aspect of the dick pump. And I just would like you to grasp that right now in my life, it's not something that I'm really interested in. I can't in. wrap my head around a guy that doesn't want his dick to be better. That's Dude, like saying, did. you know what? I don't want to win the fucking lottery this No, that's weekend. not. Just give me give me other performance-enhancing drugs. Give me a Viagra. Give me a, a Blue Chew. Give me whatever other shit you've peddled over the years. That Blue me, Chew and that Viagra isn't going to let you lay, uh, you know, an you, inch and a half on, on, a, on you know, when you're, while you're doing a video. Dude, I don't. And that's the thing is that I, and again, uh, I don't know if this is a, maybe we talked to this you know with Alex Stein, but I don't know if you need to be laying heavy while you're working with other men doing entertainment type things. Here, this I'll show you which one we got here. Look at the screen. Oh, no, we got um, oh, but this is we got one like this. This is and it's forty two dollars. Is that doubles a water bottle? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is ours right here. Right here. A, this, man. Is, this is what we got, and it, there's as you can see, they're like sixty fuck, they're like seventy bucks. Okay, so someone's <clears> making a hell. Your, you stick your cock in there, and it's got this sleeve that wraps around your cock, and then when you first stick your cock in there, it's about right there, right, and then it goes, and all of a sudden your cock goes. <clears throat> Dan says he can touch the top. Dan, Dan said, "Like I'm about, I'm gonna be honest Shut with up. you, I'm about right there. That's about where I'm at, Dude. three quadras, <clears throat> but fucking." But but Dr. Dan says he, he, his head is his the head of his cock touches the control module. He said he says the head of his cock touches the control module. I mean I can't I have no sense of how big that is because it's on your screen. But I mean it's got to be at least hey, twelve that. inches. Oh, I mean look look at that. Oh my! It has, look it has inches. You can you can mark this your is... progress. Like there's three inches right there. I'm never getting I'm never getting a real job again. This is my last stop. Look at that. It has it has all the digital readouts and everything. You can think about it as you incorporate your lovely wife to help you. <laughs> Honey, will you help me dick pump today? And then a dick pump always leads to something because she's got that motherfucker big and thick looking good best it's ever looked in a long time better than that fucking rash that you had with you know matted down fucking pubic like you know 1980s pubic hair type styling I shave my i shave my bush <laughs> yeah look at that like i mean that is that's, well, get out of what i mean dude get out of here with that wish i had a video no we're good we're good i got you i think the, i think everybody got has you on that uh, unfortunately too late to put it on our christmas gift list this year but you know everybody's birthday is right around the corner so no to dick pumps you're not a real man if you won't take it. Like, like it's it's almost like you're that insecure about your dick that you don't want to pump it. Well, I mean, come on. First of all, I'd be I'm like it. asking a really, 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 really fat person, do you want to go jogging? Well, they're like, what's the sense? Okay, can we ask? Can can this be? Can my answer be based off of if Doctor Dan has actually seen my dick or not? Can we find out tomorrow and then maybe? What just- if he says no? I've never seen your dick. I was just making a joke. Okay, then I'll feel better about things. Then I will ask him about the benefits of a penis pump and maybe the negative effects it could have. And 
if he can actually fill good, the. Do you know how good of a radio, how good, how good content it would be if we find if we because listen, we pump. So we're not hanging you out on an island of pumping. Like, we're not trying to hang you out, solve us, and be like, guess what, Seth? We never pumped, you fucking dumbass. I mean, but it's, I mean, come we on. We pumped a lot. I got to get to Pat McAfee. He's not pumping. He's not having his gas pump. No, because he's not a man enough to talk about getting his dick pumped. And didn't have the place that he can talk about getting his dick pumped. We do. You're right, Bubba. We do, and we pump our dicks, and we did pump our dicks, and they made a significant difference. And let me just tell you something. As much as close-minded as you are about it, went to a doc when a doctor tells you tomorrow that, one, he hasn't seen your dick, so you're going to feel better about that, and, two, he would highly recommend you pumping your dick. You, at that point, should consider pumping your dick. I would I would like to talk to the doctor about it. I obviously know that you are Dr. Clem. You healed my rash. You touched my you touched my thighs like the hand of Jesus, like you said, and you healed your little fuck boy. But I would just like to hear from Dan uh, again. Also, I'd like to find out if he really can fill that whole thing up. He can. <clears throat> and secondly, are what you— What about Jay? Jay doesn't fucking pump. No, Jay doesn't pump. See? See, there's—but see— See, I'm more like Jay. Well— not as cool, but like you know, not not. Stick. I want you more like Dan. I want you alpha, not beta. <laughs> you want me all just you're fuck, beta boy. You want me shot out, shot out you're, with a penis. You're bump. just a fucking beta boy. I'm trying to I'm trying to man you up. All right, all right. <clears throat> I want to take you to the track and put you in a skid steer and see if you can scoop dirt. I want to do like, that and like you know give you a chainsaw, yeah. see if you can cut wood rim, without rim, without fucking knocking cutting your leg off. Yeah, get you a gun and let you shoot a gun. Oh, God, I'm hard. <clears throat> I mean, you know. But, Put you on a you know a tractor and see if you can drive a tractor, dude. I would love that. See, can, can you drive a can you drive a manual transmission or no? Yes. No, you cannot. Yeah, a man. You, is you, that where you have to shift the yeah, stick shift? No, I you, can't do you, that. You can't. I can't do that. Hold on. You, you, I know you, you can't drive a stick shift. No, bitch. But I'll drive your tractor. What a fuck boy. We are talking about the penis pump tomorrow. You hear me, fuck boy? Yeah, thank God. Up and down this line. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I make them hot. I make them shiver. Their knees get weak. 